This is an emergency podcast. This is an emergency podcast from advice from a dirty old man. Hello, people. Again, this is an emergency podcast. Please stop doing what you're doing and listen up. Some of us have been warning you all along about something fishing happening beside the, behind the scenes in this COVID-19 situation. Dirty old man can count. You can count. Everyone can count and everything indicates we're going through a profound paradigm shift that will change the landscape which we have been using for centuries. No, I'm not saying that that landscape has been ideal or that everything worked out perfectly. Not even near. Nevertheless, the changes about to occur and that are occurring as we speak are pretty profound. So uh, at the risk of sounding like a denier, I still have my doubts about this virus. I'm still giving it the benefit of the doubt, but too many things prove otherwise, man. I'm telling you, and as I've said before, I live nearby five major hospitals, five. They're not clinics, they're not health centers, they're not little things, they're five major Barcelona hospitals, both private and public. I move about them pretty often, and I pay attention, and... Uh, I'll tell you how much movement I've seen in the last months since I started paying attention. Zero. Nothing. Zip. No movement whatsoever. Mm. Now, wait. If uh, When you read the newspapers and you uh, watch the news on TVs, everything indicates the bodies are probably piling up in the corners. <laughs> we should be swimming in bodies. Nevertheless, I see no movement whatsoever. And I've been paying attention, believe me. So what do I think about all this? Well, I call bullshit. Yes, there may be a virus lurking and infecting people, but we, if we are to refer to past similar sim situations, which are not completely relatable, uh, but there's there very little we can do. Viruses are usually here to stay and adapt. Consider ourselves lucky that this is not the Ebola virus that has somehow evolved into not killing the hosts pretty quick, because that's the only 
good thing about Ebola, if there is a good thing about Ebola, actually, uh, it is a very good thing about Ebola that it kills its host pretty quick and does not have time for rapid propagation. Uh, actually, scientists before this COVID uh, issue were studying the, the Ebola uh, environment because it is weird that a virus kills its host against its own benefit because it's the, the virus doesn't want to kill you it wants you alive because if you die well the virus dies too so the, uh, the, the ebola is a kind of unique in this sense nevertheless again we were lucky that the ebola virus has not evolved into not killing its host and propagating in a very efficient way because ebola man is one virus you don't want to get nevertheless let's go back to the COVID thing and let's uh, hold on I took off my glasses and trying to pretend I'm all cool and young and I'm not I can't see shit uh, let's put an example in 1945 after many years after the experience of the Spanish flu where uh, people were still afraid because remember the Spanish flu began uh, while in a little bit after World War One, uh, and it killed a lot more people than both wars combined, and uh, and it's not like we found the cure for it. So a lot of people think that uh, the Spanish flu was uh, was controlled, but it wasn't. Uh, it just suddenly disappeared out of nowhere. You know, the same way it came, the same way it went. So. Uh, we don't have any kind of vaccine or or a magic pill to control an attack of the Spanish flu if it ever came back. But in 1945, as I was saying, after the well, we'll with still both wars in memory, and still the Spanish flu uh, uh, ghost lurking around. Uh, they came up with uh, the flu vaccine. They they started with the flu vaccine, and uh, uh, during those days, it was uh, mentioned that it was going to be the panacea, like the cure, the final and ultimate cure for flu. Well, it's 2021. The flu is very much still around. Not only very much still around, but in um, it has mutated into uh, into so many different uh, variations that uh, the WHO meets up every year I believe it's in February hmm? no June June to uh, to discuss which variation of the flu they're gonna attack that year out of probably about a hundred variations so um, the flu vaccine not only didn't work it made things work worst. It made the vaccine mutate into ways there's no control over it. So we're very lucky that the flu, uh, the, the common flu, is not uh, is not a tremendously violent virus. Otherwise, we'd all be gone. So this is what happens with this COVID virus. It's just a new variation. And 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 I'm not a scientist. I'm making shit up. I'm just speaking out of my arse. I'm a dirty old man. That's all I am. So don't take my word for it. This is just an opinion. But the COVID virus is just one more of these variations. 
and uh, and there's very little we can do now they say they've come up with a vaccine <laughs> fuck so in less than a year they've come up with a vaccine <sighs> i don't know i don't know plus uh the the, the again i was reading through uh, for uh, in the who uh, official page that the the average age of people dying of covid is 74 years old 74 get give me a fucking break man so what we're doing here is protecting the weak which i find very good we should absolutely and at all costs protect the weak but at what price and are we doing it right i don't think so we are <sighs> unprotecting everyone just to protect the weak which um i was told by a friend that what we should do he's a, he's a doctor and um, i trust him and he said that uh, all this um all these measures of confinement and of vaccination and of our mask wearing shit should be adopted towards the weak and don't get me wrong i'm not saying the weak by by uh when i say the weak i'm not trying to make fun of them or make them you know less than us no but the old people people with pre-existing conditions people with uh, respiratory conditions you know well uh, the, the, the more fragile ones in our society in that sense, uh, they're the ones who should be protected at all costs. They're the ones who should be locked down and be taken out with care and being offered the best health services. Not everyone. It's useless. It's not because it, we, I don't want to. It is useless, absolutely useless. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm not a denyist. I do believe there is a virus, but... Uh, they're just taking advantage of this shit to control us, you know, and who's who's behind this? So uh, I just think that if our leaders focused on what needed to be done, the, 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 the fragile people in our society would got proper and efficient treatment. Rather than that, we're using social control as, as an excuse to avoid collapsing the health infrastructure. Which again, I tell you, I've been there for months, not once, not twice, not three times. I see them every day and there's zero, zero movements. And every time I need to go to the health center to get my headaches and my sleeplessness treated, I have to do it over the phone. And what they do, just a 10 minutes a consultation with a doctor I've never ever seen. And after explaining to her what happened, she just sends me a... a uh, prescription for the strongest sleeping pills you can imagine and the strongest antidepressants and we've been talking for 10 minutes i am unable to see a doctor uh, i call this bullshit now uh, about the confinement uh, now here i have some issues here i do have some issues. Uh, i'm just i was thinking the other day fuck if if the big dictators of our history uh hitler franco mussolini all those psycho motherfuckers only knew how effective this shit was <coughs> they would be having orgasms uh, all it took is a little scare a few news here and there uh, all the media focusing on this and gone we're locked we're closed down and we're unable to speak to each other now we don't see our smiles or our mouths we're wearing masks and we have to make an appointment to go to get our haircuts uh, we 
can't eat out, we can't have a cup of coffee with anyone, and we have to be home before 10 p.m. at the risk of getting a fine, a very big fine indeed. Now, it's, it, all this happened so quick, so quick. In less than a year, we've been locked down, confined, and filled with fear of getting near anyone else. So what does it mean? Well, I think they're trying to divide us and limiting our chances to talking to each other just leaving the means of communication via social media? Now, we, we all know that social media controls the world today. It manipulates elections, and, 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 and most important, it has become the number one source of news for people. Now, if you can believe that shit, I'm not saying newspapers are true, I'm not saying uh, TV news are true, but to consider social media the, your source of news? Wow, this is dangerous. Uh, big tech is uh, is definitely one of the actors behind the scenes because uh, they're telling us everything they're telling us uh, what to fear who to fear how to fear and uh, and also makes us suggestions as to what we should do about it it's uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous so um, what's the emergency podcast all about and again, this is a personal opinion, but I think we are witnessing a major paradigm shift in our way of life. Major. Nothing is ever going back to normal. Nothing. Uh, very few, if any, people will be able to go back to regular work in an office or in a, or in a public space and, and work alongside other people. Uh, it will all be done through, uh, through teleworking, with uh, which everything can be controlled to to psychopathic levels. I was reading that uh, many of uh, social media companies and and big tech are now using a software that um, takes a picture of your screen every three seconds if you're if you're working from home, uh, so that it makes like a kind of film of what you're doing, and that way they control absolutely everything you do and uh, how long you've been online and what do you watch and um, it, it is it, it is unbelievable that we're falling for this shit now what is the solution to go out in the streets and, 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 and protest yeah that could be one uh, but civil disobedience is uh, is what I think is best now there is a book called Uncivil, Uncivil Disobedience by Eric Fromm, which I highly, highly recommend, uh, in which he explains uh, the benefits and uh, well, the pros and cons of civil, civil, can't even say that word properly, civil disobedience. And civil disobedience does have uh, many benefits. It does have a push towards um, a a struggle against the powers that be but it has its downsides too you have uh, there is a lot of consequences uh, civil disobedience means that you have to have some sort of uh, organization behind it because if you're gonna if you're planning to destroy a system if you're planning to to overcome a way of life you better have a plan behind it you better have something to put in place of you know, and that's the major fuck up of this time. That's what this division they're causing is is preventing us, as if we ever did, but as preventing us from getting any kind of organization behind it to 
fight the power. Fight the power. Fuck you, I won't do as you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do as you tell me. I should put that song here. Rage Against the Machine. But this is what a lot of people don't understand. They, 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 they become some sort of deniers. And I'm part, and I, okay, I, I must include myself in that. And, and, and they want to fight the power. And they want to go against uh, social media. And they want to go against all the big techs and the pharmaceutical companies and, and the governments and uh, Donald Trumps. and blah, blah, blah. Okay, good. Let's do that. What are we going to have instead? Do you have any plan? Or are we just going to go back to... Uh, <laughs> to uh, gatherers and hunting <laughs> no no that's what occupy that's why occupy movements failed that's why black lives matter will fail and that's why most of this beautiful incentives of of, of groups of humans uh, will fail cuz they have nothing behind it they're just complaining they're just uh, screaming and, and ranting and uh, but okay so we're gonna get a, we're gonna get rid of this system. What are we gonna use instead? Think about this. This system has been uh, implemented for thousands of years, thousands. Okay, what you're looking at when you go to the street, what you're moving about, the reality that surrounds you, the people you talk to, how you talk to people, how you interact with your with your with your world around you, has been designed throughout thousands of years. And you want to change that overnight. Good. I'm for it. Let's go. Give me an AK-47. I'll be the first one to shoot. I know of some motherfuckers I'd like to blow their heads up. Okay. But before we do that, <laughs> give me a plan. Give me a plan. And I'm all things. Anyways, guys. I'm going to leave you with this uh, ranting today. It's a horrible day in my city. It's uh, the, we have Philomena storm on top of us. What a shitty name to give a storm, Philomena. Jesus Christ! I know you go alphabetically, but with an F, you had Felix, you had uh, I don't know, Phil, Philomena. Jesus. So we have Philomena on top, and it's uh, bringing very very cold winds and uh, a lot of snow in a lot of parts of my country, but. Not in my cities, which is bullshit. I mean, if you're going to freeze your balls off, which we are, <laughs> rather have some snow, doesn't it? Anyways, that's all the bullshit I have to talk to today. Uh, please leave your message. Uh, send me an email. Um, send me to hell if you want to. But uh, keep well, keep safe. And think about all this bullshit. This is Dirty Old Man clicking off. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>